Hey everyone, welcome back to the Infinite Bliss Podcast. I'm your host Alana and this week we've got a super exciting topic, which I say every week because I'm always excited about the topics that I'm speaking about, but today we are talking about slow living, what that means as a lifestyle, why you would choose it, um, how to give yourself permission to live slowly and perhaps some of the boons and benefits of this lifestyle that you may not have considered were important or that you might like to have in your life. If you would like to connect with me outside of the podcast, I am on Instagram at Infinite Bliss Yogini and I love getting little messages from you guys there. I love um, chatting with people and I love sharing what my morning coffee looks like, like the rest of the world. So if you want to see what I'm up to and see some of the beautiful part of the world where I have just moved, then please do follow me on Insta and that's at Infinite Bliss Yogini. Another thing I wanted to say, actually, I feel like I have a lot of housekeeping to do, which makes me feel very professional. But another thing that I wanted to say was that I have got some yoga nidras and nidra videos, which are yogic relaxation techniques. You may have heard of a yoga nidra before. It's pretty it's a pretty common technique out there now on the internet in the world and so i am also providing some yoga nidras on my website which you can go and check out and i'm also looking into putting myself up on the insight timer which people tell me is a reliable way of outsourcing your meditation so it seems really cool i use the app myself Um, just the timer aspect of it and I've never tried one of the guided meditations because I use my own technique but it's really cool so I will let you guys know I'll keep you posted if I'm uploading to the insight timer and in the meantime I will leave a link down below on this podcast and that is where you will be able to go to my website and find all the yoga nidras and the relaxations that your heart desires because as I often mention it's one of my all-time favorite yogic techniques it gets really really deep in there and yeah I would love for you guys to check it out and let me know what you think so back to this week's topic the first thing that comes to my mind with slow living is giving yourself permission to live slowly and maybe that's something that I got out of the way pretty quickly because I tend to give myself permission pretty much straight away to do the things that I need to do for me to take the time that I need for myself and I'm one of those people who if I don't feel like going out I'm not going to bow down to peer pressure and just go out for the sake of um, appearances or making someone else feel happy or not rocking the boat of the friendship group and so I really tend to respect my energy levels because they they can run on a little bit of a different line to say some of my more outgoing friends Um, 
having said that, I do live a pretty chilled out lifestyle regardless, but I I definitely know how to set my boundaries for myself and how to go at the speed that I want for myself. So the first thing that I wanted to say with the slow living as a journey is if you have been waiting for a sign, if you've been waiting for permission, if you've been waiting for someone to say, take it easy, please take this as a sign, take this as your permission, because most of society around us, whether implicitly or explicitly, are encouraging us to stay stressed, to stay busy, and we we are really encouraged to to speed up all of the all of the social media that we have. We're just scrolling through endless amounts of um, overstimulation and images, and the pace of consumption is so fast and the pace of living is so fast and I guess the expectation is that there's this sort of unspoken this unspoken expectation that we should all be able to keep up and that we should desire to live at that speed and really for me that that gives me pause because as a person who is pretty sensitive in a lot of different ways and I tend to get overstimulated pretty easily and I can find it very exhausting if I'm going at the pace that somebody else expects of me or maybe judging my productivity or my activity according to the energy levels of those around me. So slow living first and foremost is basically giving yourself permission to live at the speed that you want and that you choose for your life because guess what it is it's your life it's nobody else's life you have to be the one to take the wheel you have to be the one to choose your own speed and if you allow that speed to be dictated by sources outside of yourself not only are you really stamping on your own intuition and your own levels of trust in yourself I will definitely be doing another podcast on that how to trust your intuition more but um, back to the slow living the permission is needed because it is it is counter normative it is definitely non-conformist to live to choose to live slowly and to choose to tweak your life to a pace that suits you as opposed to a life at a pace that suits somebody else or you know it's funny it a lot of the time it doesn't really suit anybody else but we we kind of have this illusion in our mind that we're performing for someone else or um we have so much to do because of the roles that we play in our life, whether we are a parent or in a family situation or living in a community or in our jobs at school, etc. We all have to fit in with the other people around us. Um, But it's funny how we can project out onto other people and think that they have all these expectations of us when in fact we are the one who has created that false illusion of that person's expectation of us in the first place. They might be totally cool with you living a very slow and simple life but you may have constructed this idea in your brain of 
this person might want me to work harder or this person might want me to wake up at a certain time or that person looked at me funny because I took five extra minutes for my lunch time and we we kind of outsource our opinions and we outsource our levels of trust to the feedback that we get from the outer world and the people around us instead of really looking within and I'm really delving into that intuition um, kind of aspect of the slow living which I'm trying not to do because I want to keep some of that stuff for the other podcast but definitely allow yourself the permission to to take time and if you're the kind of person who eats slowly maybe you're the kind of person who needs to take extra time for your lunch if you like to wake up slowly in the morning you might need to tweak your routine so that you can wake up earlier and give yourself a little bit of extra time and space to unravel and unwind it might be the same in the evening maybe you come home from work you eat you put the kids to bed and then suddenly you're in bed it might be that you need a little bit extra time a little bit more me time and find somewhere to stretch it so that you can fit in those blocks of time that are really really quality and that allow you to slow down to the speed that you need i think there's a huge myth around slow living and laziness and perhaps this goes hand in hand with the societal idea that we should all be busy and we should all be stressed and um, that it's totally normal to sit in traffic for an hour every day going to work and another hour coming home or that it's it's very normal to be constantly stressed and in my other life as a yoga teacher I see this all the time people have no idea how to relax they don't know how to slow down it's actually so insidious that they don't even realize the the neuro stress that is on their system the they don't realize they're in fight and flight mode and that it's gotten to that stage where you live with it and you don't even realize that you're stressed because it feels like your new level of normal so there's a lot of that kind of adrenal fatigue we hear these kind of phrases being bandied about but i definitely see it it takes it takes a little bit of um, encouragement a lot of the time for people to allow themselves to slow down, to realize that it's okay to slow down, that they're allowed, that they can relax and that they can sort of let it go a little bit and trust into that. And so for me, obviously, that is one of my greatest joys is seeing people give themselves that permission to unwind and to slow down. I think it's 100% beautiful but I can't go out there into everybody's lives and um, and relax people and give them permission so um, people have to do that for themselves you have to do that for yourself and I think a lot of the the idea of laziness it kind of comes in around as soon as you've been busy and stressed and working at this really fast pace for a for an amount of time, maybe years, maybe weeks, maybe it's just been, you know, the last semester in school or something, but your system kind of gets used to being in this mode. And as soon as your system gets used to operating in a specific mode, then um, 
there becomes this this tiny amount of, of resistance or fear around switching the mode. Um, if you're not teaching your body to constantly relax or if you're not allowing yourself, giving yourself time and permission to slow down and prioritize the, the settling of everything, then your body might not trust that it's safe to go into that mode. It might be so keyed up and so stressed that it actually does not trust that it is safe to relax. It might feel that um, if it relaxes, then something um, dangerous will happen. And that is that is the fight or flight response. It's when, you know, the saber-toothed tiger is coming. It's when we're being chased by a predator. It's very primal. And so it's in a really, really deep part of the brain, very primitive um, and very ancient and also quite powerful because it's quite unconscious and it influences us in an unconscious way which is why stress a lot of the time can be very unconscious so with the slow living it can take a little bit of encouragement and I think that the first step is by giving yourself permission to slow down and maybe accepting the fact that you might actually like to slow down acknowledging the fact that maybe you have been going hard or you do live a busy lifestyle and a lot of us when we get to that stage we kind of think well what's what's next how do I slow down if I have you know still have a to-do list the length of my arm and I still have people relying on me to live in this world how do I take it to the slow level when I can't just run away and live in a cave or run away and live in a yoga retreat center on Bali so the um there is definitely that misconception around slow living that it has to be all or nothing and that potentially when you go into that space of slowness one that it's not safe because your body is so used to being stressed that it feels unsafe in that relaxed stage like if you relax the saber-toothed tiger will come and get you basically and the other sort of more subtle and perhaps more modern and relevant um thing is that if you slow down it means that you're lazy it means that you're not doing enough means that you're not performing you're not outputting and you're not being um productive or helpful to society or those around you or um you know what am i doing with my life kind of thing you have that all that kind of identity crisis especially if you have a lot of um self-worth related to how productive you are how much money you make or even how creative you are or the the things that you do as opposed to the person that you are or the um the being that you are and actually I will do another podcast on talking about inherent human value which I find is a very um interesting it's, a, it's an interesting sort of point of intersection between a few different areas of interest in my life so I will do another podcast on that coming up soon I would like to say that the slow living lifestyle is incredibly um, seductive and attractive to those of us who are um, sensitive in many ways as well and I was watching yeah watching a live video on Instagram by Mariam Hasna and if you don't follow her you would really really enjoy 
I'm, I'm saying you would enjoy it. I think everybody would enjoy her stuff, really. And she speaks specifically to intuitives and healers and those who maybe have an awareness of some of the more subtle aspects of life or are interested in, um, yeah, maybe some of some of the more nuanced ways of of seeing the world and all of us are sensitive in our own ways and if you're listening to this podcast you probably are too um but lifestyle when you when you have either one or more senses that are very sensitive it's important to nourish those senses <coughs> excuse me um so without overstimulation and giving yourself enough rest to recover and um, basically keeping your vessel clean. So anyway, Mariam was speaking with her friend Layla, I believe her name was, on this Insta Live and they were talking about spring cleaning and loads of awesome different topics. So highly, highly recommend her channel or her um, pretty much anything that she puts out and I will leave her handle written down below in the description of this podcast wherever you're watching or listening where was i talking about yeah lifestyle as a sensitive so yeah she said some things that really hit home and it reminded me why slow living is so important and um so attractive for people like me and it's not just um it's, it's not just the stress factor, but that is a pretty big part of it because the, the stress factor can be higher when you are more sensitive to stressors in your environment. And so if you are somebody who works with energy, if you are someone who works in any kind of healing modality, or if you are someone who perhaps is more introverted, all of these things have a play on um, how much energy you need, how much space you need, and the pace of your life and how you need to dictate it. Um, a lot of us need quite a bit of freedom in how we manage our days so that our our energy can so that we can flow with our energy rather than sort of forcing our energy to fit into a paradigm that doesn't work for us, which in some cases maybe a nine to five job and in some cases maybe a six to three job or everybody has a different rhythm, everybody has a different pace and what slow living means to you is really your own personal discovery. So how to slow down, whether you're a sensitive or otherwise, um, for me it's been sort of a journey over a few years of realizing that I need to go slower and then I need to go slower and then I need to go even slower and I have recently moved to a beautiful little town where I basically never have to wear shoes and it's right by the beach and it's it's slower than what I could even have conceptualized that I needed and it seems like this amount of slowness which is probably triple slow motion is this is the speed that I need to feel like um, I can be at my most effective and the funny thing is 
slowing down doesn't mean being more lazy. Slowing down doesn't mean being less effective. For many of us, and in many cases, the slower you go, the more um, the more quality that you get, and the more output that you have, and the more control that you have over your energy and your environment. So you actually become more productive, you become more effective in the world, you become more present and you become more able to to help those around you, to serve those around you and to just be here in your life for yourself and for everyone who's around you. As for the how-to, it may take a while and it's quite funny really the slowing down may be a slow process um but it's important not to try and bite off more than you can chew or try to throw your whole job and your family and your lifestyle out the window and like i said before go and live in a cave it's not really slow living is not about escapism so much as it is about really entering into your life fully in a way that you can um, really participate. If things are going too fast, then you're you're going to lose control. It's like driving too fast and driving off the road. Whereas if you'd slow down a bit, then it would be manageable and you'd be more effective. So it's it's the same in your life. If you can slow down just to the pace where to where you feel that it's what you need and how you can act and be effective in the world, that's really kind of the sweet spot that you're going for and it may take a little bit of finessing over time. As for some really really practical things you can do, my number one thing is sadhana sadhana sadhana. That is personal practice, personal practice, personal practice. You need to do something every single day that is the still point in your turning world, that is the the moment that you get to assess everything else against. I can't stress enough how important it is to have a personal practice of your own because it informs your intuition, it informs your energy levels, it informs your awareness about yourself, where you're at, where you've been, where you're going. And if you do not have a personal practice, something that you come back to every single day, something that remains consistent, I'm not talking about doing a different yoga practice every morning. I'm not talking about doing something different every day. Like one day I have a tea, one day I have a coffee, one day I do some yoga, one day I do some meditation. I'm talking about one thing that you do the same every day, your same little ritual. It doesn't have to be super spiritual. Um, but as long as you have your personal practice, that is the same every single day, consistent and regular. This is, the, this is the thing that really allows you to find the answers for yourself because you can read so many different people's systems, you can go through as many online courses as you want, you can listen to as many podcasts as you want, you can consume as many different people's opinions and ideas about this as you want, but if you are not tuning into your own ideas, your own, if you're not drinking your own Kool-Aid, then you're just you're you're not being informed you're not truly being informed because the only thing that is going to inform you is yourself so you need to give yourself the time and you need to give yourself the permission
And what having a personal practice every single day does is that it gives you the discipline. And as Will Smith says, that is the sincerest form of self-love is having that discipline. And not only discipline and not only self-love, but also um, trusting yourself. And that comes back to the intuition and trusting your intuition and um, choosing yourself, prioritizing yourself first. So if you do something every day that's just for you, that you know you never miss, that you, you, you begin to rely on yourself more, you begin to trust that you will do what you say and you'll say what you do, you will start to lessen the distance in between the inner world and the outer world. <clears throat> and you sort of start to, everything gets a bit closer together, everything gets a bit more authentic because you are actually living your truth rather than saying, I wish I could do this, but then not actually following through. So you trust yourself more and the more that you trust yourself, the more that you go to yourself for answers. And the more that you go to yourself for answers, the more that you actually find those answers. And that is just the mind tingling thing, really. Um, and then from there, that is how you will find your slow living. That is how you will find the spaces that you need to peel back from. That's how you'll find the edges that you can soften or the places where you can lean into or the times of the day when maybe you have been um, neglecting yourself or spending your time or your energy in a way that isn't authentic or isn't vibrating with how you want to be or where you want to go. If I could give you a little bit of homework for the weekend or for the rest of the week, I remember I gave homework way back in one of my podcasts. I feel like I should start doing that again. Um, but yeah, the, the one piece of homework that I would give you is to monotask something, choose something to monotask every single day. And if you don't know what monotasking is, that means doing one thing at a time with full focus on that thing that you're doing. So whether that's emptying the dishwasher, whether that's cooking your meal for me last year, I actually had, um, a new year's resolution to, be able to peg up all of my clothes on the line without losing my temper once. That was my New Year's resolution that I would that I would be able to get through just the hanging up of the laundry without losing my temper. I don't know what it is about hanging up the laundry. The clothes get tangled and there's never enough pegs and things are flying everywhere. But anyway, I worked on that slowly over the year and um, it became a real um, it became a real practice for me. It became really kind of like a mindful way for me to check in with my levels of presence. Am I getting pissed off with these clothes pegs? Am I being mindful in how I'm hanging the clothes? Am I losing my temper for no reason? Or can I just be present with what I'm doing? And so I would, I would monotask that and I would honestly have to gear myself up to do that and I would get my basket and I'd be like doing my deep breathing as I'm going to the clothesline preparing my nervous system to go through this um, you know this process of hanging up the clothes which used to be so stressful and um, over time I just worked and worked and just went as slow as I needed to just one sock at a time sometimes you know really really slowly and one piece of clothing and just took it one thing at a time 
and with full awareness of what I was doing without trying to distract myself, without trying to play any music or listen to any YouTube or talk to anyone. I would just be fully present with the clothes and over time that, that became a very, very powerful thing for me and I'm happy to say that I succeeded with my New Year's resolution and I now very seldom get um, upset with the clothes line anymore. <laughs> But it's the, it's the small things like that that you can work on and that allow you to see your progress and um, to really see the merit of what happens when you slow down and do one thing at once with full awareness, especially if it's something you don't like to do. So if you know me at all, you know that I pretty much never talk about practical ways of doing things because... I'm not a super practical person, honestly, and I think that giving situational advice a lot of the time is um, potentially more harmful than helpful because everybody is, first of all, in a different situation. Um, and secondly, you know, what, what may, may work for one person will not work for another person. And um, it's kind of hard to cover all the bases when you're talking about situations and trying to be practical and I think that really for me a lot of a lot of it is that you should be able to trust yourself or I kind of want to hand the the responsibility back to you to decide what is the most practical way that you can apply um some of the things that we talk about here um because I could talk about things that were super practical for me and then they would be very, very irrelevant to a lot of people's lifestyles. And the thing is with slow living that um, it's all about empowering you and empowering your own choices and your own priorities. And I think the most important thing that you can do if I was to give one really practical piece of advice is really take some time to get your get to know yourself and get to know your priorities get to know maybe what's important to you how you want to spend your time how you want to feel in your life and the things the things that you need to maybe not the things that you need to spend time on but um the people, the places, the situations, the things that really feed you and nourish you and how to fit those into your life every single day, not just on the weekends, not just in the evenings after work, but throughout the day. How can you vibrate at your highest all the time? Because there is actually, there is actually a way to get to your best life that you're living constantly every moment and it doesn't have to be something that you have to wait for the weekend for or that you have to sacrifice your working life so that you can live that lifestyle that you are dreaming of or that you want for yourself i feel that timing is hugely important but we with our conscious minds feel that we have a better grasp of timing than what we actually do and actually our more unconscious and subconscious areas of self have a really profound connection into um, 
that cosmic sense of divine timing and if you listen to that a little bit more you will end up you'll end up going the places you need to go and you'll end up seeing the people you need to see and you'll end up um forgetting your keys and going back to get the keys and then when you go back to get the keys you'll see you know like a beautiful butterfly go by the window or something um there's something about timing and slowing down that seem to work together with each other and it's almost like you get in on this this kind of big joke with the universe to where you slow down to your most authentic rhythm and suddenly the whole world kind of flows with you and opens up to your speed and you end up like coasting and life suddenly gets really easy instead of whenever you're going really fast and you're struggling to keep up and then it seems that the faster you go the more that life throws something at you and you the, the less you seem to be able to keep up and then kind of the more that you slow down it seems that the more that everything seems to work out in your favor and the more that timing seems to to sync up with you it's kind of it's it's quite an obtuse kind of thing that I'm thinking about and and speaking about here but when you're slowing down I think that this is something that you will experience is the maybe it's just that you have more space for the awareness of of flow and the awareness of things working with you rather than trying to speed up and trying to force everything to fit into a specific timeline or trying to make things happen at the speed that you want them to happen slow living is very very important and powerful practice and i really hope that no matter how busy your life is that you will take some time to really even just think about prioritizing what you need and think about how you you want your life to flow and how you want to feel and maybe think about some ways that you can create a little bit more space for yourself to slow down and that might be waking up half an hour early so that you can just sit and do nothing for half an hour and a lot of people might think well why would I not just spend that half an hour extra in bed and for some people that's perfect that's what they need and that's what they um that that's what they need but for other people to be able to get up half an hour early and spend half an hour consciously being present with themselves or present with a hobby or even just present with a cup of tea um that brings something that brings something a little bit more than just half an hour extra in bed it's a conscious and intentional choice as opposed to almost falling to the lowest common denominator and working from that space where you feel that you don't have enough energy to do the things that you really need to do to nourish yourself think I'll leave it there for this week um please check out Mariam on insta I'm sure you would really enjoy all of her stuff and if you would like to hear some of my yoga nidras or my nidra vidya which is a shorter version of the relaxation I will see if I can link those below they'll definitely 
definitely be below the YouTube video if not on um, Spotify or wherever else you're listening and just remember that you have absolute permission and not only permission but complete responsibility to slow down and live your life at the pace that you need and the pace that you want and if you desire it, it it's because it was meant to come into your life in some form you're meant to learn something from it or it was meant to be yours so if you're at all curious about slow living I would say you absolutely deserve to look into it a bit more and to start to give yourself permission to slow down in the in the ways and in the places and um, in the times that you need If you do something slowly and monotask it, please let me know. Maybe you can take a picture after you finish the monotasking and um, yeah, and mention me on Instagram or something. That would be cool. I'd like to see that. And yeah, in the meantime, I'll talk to you next time. I have a few little podcasts in the works and I'm really looking forward to sharing them with you. And I'll chat to you next time. Ciao.